I'm Mo Amir, a basic bro podcaster who loves yoga, kombucha, politics, and stand-up comedy. And I'm Megan Edwards, a radio announcer, author, and entertainment reporter who has a strong opinion about, well, about almost everything. We connected after both appearing on a reality TV dating show where neither of our dates worked out because... Well, let's be honest, we didn't have our shit together. But here we are, offering you life lessons that we learned the hard way. This is Get Your Shit Together with Megan Edwards and Mo Amir, two people who do not have their shit together. My name is Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And today, we cave. Mm-hmm. We finally get to talk about our favorite discussion topic. Yay. It's literally in the intro of the show. Yeah. Dating. Dating. I'm so excited. You know this is one of my favorite topics. It's one of mine too. Yeah. I just love how dating is the one topic where we're all armchair psychologists. Yeah. And we yeah. also get to psychoanalyze the shit out of everyone. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we know best. We do it right. So much yeah. judgment. Oh, so much judgment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this whole industry created around this realm about talking to dating. And mm-hmm. I'm talking to you because you wrote a book on dating. Yeah, me and my friend Janet wrote a book called Girl, It's Not You. It's definitely him when we were both single. You met Janet. Uh, that's how I met you. That's through, right, Janet, through Janet. On yeah. uh, the um, First Dates Canada. Yeah. You guys met there. And we that's how me and Janet met as well. So yeah, dating. <laughs> so grab that book. Grab our book. Yeah, you can go online. It's like Amazon. And also you can go into any Indigo store and look it up on the computer. If you have just been to an Amazon store that I've been to, I would have looked it up on all of the computers. So you you (laughs) won't have to do any of the work. You'll just click. I love that. (laughs) Little piece of trivia for you. Okay. And this is probably why we get along so well. Yeah. So there were a few weeks in the summer where I was literally the dating guy in Vancouver. Okay. I had done multiple radio hits. I wrote a big Daily Hive article all about dating during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had actually put out a call on Twitter and I was like, hey, who's the dating expert in Vancouver? I want to get them on the podcast. Right. Now, obviously, I've had you on the podcast yeah. to talk about dating in the past. So the second. So the second, yeah. Dating expert. And so many people replied. And they're like, wait, I thought that was like your beat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, dating is not my beat. I just, you know, for whatever reason, ended up covering it. Uh, so a few funny. times, yeah. Well, whenever we, me and you come together and see each other, we're always asking about dating stuff. Like, that's one of the first things we ask. Yeah. How's the dating life going? Are you dating anybody? Are you on any apps? Did you message, message somebody? Like, it's ever evolving. There's always new yes. stuff that comes up. Always. Yeah. This is the one area where I do not have my shit together. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either for a You've while. You've been doing well, though. But I have been doing well. Yeah. Um, what have you learned during the pandemic? Um. You know what? It was really nice to date during the pandemic. I I met a guy right before the pandemic started. Like people were talking about, you know, Corona as we were calling it back then. People were talking about that a lot at that point. And I even had a cold and I was like, oh my God, I have Corona, you know, being stupid. So we, we went on our first date, like um, five or six weeks before the lockdown. And we really liked each other, talked every single day. And so we, we started dating during the lockdown. So I learned so much about dating somebody without having all of those outside influences. Right. We couldn't do 
anything. (laughs) We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't hang out with anybody else. So we had just each other and we went on drives everywhere in Vancouver. We've been there. Um, (laughs) We played games. Like I'm not a game person. We played card games. You know, we just, we really got to know each other. And I, that's the first time I've ever dated in my life where there was no outside influences at all. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. Did you find because there was the pandemic, there was also less temptation to sort of see what else is out there? I mean, for me, I am, I was, you know, you know, I was done (laughs) with dating, like so freaking over it. Yeah. Um, So I wasn't looking anyway, but it made me feel a little bit more relieved knowing that he probably wasn't either because Mm -hmm. who was he going to see, you know? Yeah. I mean, unless he, you know, I guess there's somebody on Tinder that might've hooked up with him or something, but I just felt like he wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, but for me, I didn't, I wasn't at all interested in doing that sort of thing. So when I was doing all these radio hits, one of the things I was talking about was that the time for like serial dating was over. Mm. And I'm sure some people were and they're breaking the rules or whatever, but I think just in general, People were very cautious and wary about like meeting new people or going out yeah. often, right? Yeah. So the one thing I found was, and this was Dr. Bonnie Henry's, Henry's recommendation as well, is like, yeah, okay. Use you a know, glory hole? <laughs> that was the that BC recommendation? Yeah. <laughs> I know the guy who put that in the um, in the recommendation. Funniest person yeah. <laughs> ever. Loved it. I mean, it's inclusive. You know, there's a thriving kink community in Vancouver. You got yeah. Cater to them as well. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, interrupted you. No, no worries. But it, it was that idea of like, okay, you can meet people online. Yeah. But you almost had to have like a really high bar for like, okay, I guess I'll take the risk and meet this person yeah. in person. And I think in doing so, you're probably looking for deeper connections than just like this person's Hooking hot up. or yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you would have to be because you would have to... I mean, right away, you wouldn't want to be touching them. You wouldn't want to be up close to them because who knows if they have COVID. It used to be STDs we were worried about, STIs. <laughs> now it's like COVID. Who knows? Yeah. Are you clean? Have yeah. you been tested? <laughs> Mo actually said that to me before we started started back on this podcast. He goes, this is a really weird question, but are you clean? I was like, yeah, I'm clean. Are you clean? Yeah, I'm clean. Okay, cool. <laughs> we can do the podcast again. <laughs> Just have to make sure, right? Yeah, I'm it's clean. Important. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, and the role of consent. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Even more so, right? Like, do yeah. you hug a person? Do yeah. you shake their hand? I mean, that's kind of weird anyways. But how, <laughs> so, how close do you sit with them? What are you doing? Are you outside? Yeah. Like, you really have to find everyone's comfort zone. And I think that's almost good to have comfort zone boundary conversations be normalized yeah. at the start of meeting someone, especially someone mm-hmm. romantic. You know, and I've been doing that all the time because I've started um, doing weddings and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I always ask the couple because it's a wedding. So you want to hug people and I want to hug the couple because I feel like I just shared something special with them. But I always say now, are are you guys hugging right now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Can I, I'll give, uh, yeah, okay, I'll give you a hug. So that's a question I ask now. Are yeah. you guys hugging at the moment? <laughs> cool. It's such a strange thing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So back to your story, did you find that everything around Corona with regard to social distancing, keeping away from others, that actually helped your relationship then? Yeah, it really did. Because we really got to know each other. We really got to focus on a relationship. It brought us closer really Mm. fast. Like, 
I, I think any relationship that started during whole, the COVID-19, um, you're probably pregnant by now. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> is, <laughs> there married. An, is there an announcement no, you want to make? <laughs> not for me as I sip my wine. No, no, no. But other people. Um, it, it definitely got us uh, very close, yeah. very fast, faster than I would have with a lot of people. That's good. Um, yeah, it was great. Like, it was great. I mean, we've had our own, like, little ups and downs, like, further along, a little faster maybe than you would have. Yeah. But it, really, it's been pretty good, like, pretty good relationships. Stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, I was also in a similar boat to yours. Yes, tell us. I was dating some... I went out with this person before Corona. Okay. They, were, they went on a trip, mm-hmm. and by the time they got back, Lockdown. everything was happening. Yeah. yeah. And the whole world was going to end. And we kind of just said, okay, we'll keep in touch and we'll see if we ever do meet up. Yeah. And so I had stayed in communication with this person basically until May long weekend. And that's when we met in person. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was quite a while. And so we, we had gone out for a few months, ultimately didn't work out, but you're right. It was an interesting relationship because I I know I'm a I I use dates as a crutch. Mm, how so? <laughs> well, I I like to go to shows, like find things that are interesting, yeah. like and there just wasn't that stuff going on. So you're right, like yeah. you, you found different activities. We went on, we went on a few hikes, mm-hmm. did a bunch of different things, and I the one thing I'll say is, and there was no drama in the end of the relationship. It just didn't work out. Right. But the one thing I will say is, it was good to get to know someone in that sort of focused mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And that was from the start because I also didn't want to go on Tinder and meet these people and then even wonder, like, should I be meeting these people? Like, yeah. Those distractions were gone. And exactly. Not, and, not that I, and not that I am a cheater. I've never cheated. But certainly when you're dating mm-hmm. – it's very easy to be distracted and mm-hmm. go like, oh, there's like all these other people that I could meet. Yeah, especially in our day and age. Yeah. Like growing up as millennials and all of this, you know, all these apps, all these social media sites like Instagram, Facebook, everything. There's so many options out there. I mean, I feel like I was over that a while ago, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't meet the guy I'm dating, though, on Instagram. Oh, did he slide into your DMs? No, I slid into his DMs. Oh, wow. I saw him on a friend of mine on her Instagram. Wait, let me guess. Was he on a boat with a big fish? No. <laughs> I'm going to skip right past that. <laughs> I heard that's the money shot. That's Ew, the one. <laughs> that would be a no-no for me, I think. No fish pics. Um, yeah, I just saw him. I, I accidentally clicked on him. She had tagged him in a picture, mm. and I wasn't even looking for him. And then I was scrolling. I was like, oh, hmm, okay. Mm. I know that Instagram's not, you know, 100% real, but I liked what I saw. So I just asked her if he was single. Nice. And she said he was. And so I just slid on in. Wow. Yeah. You didn't go for the strategy where you liked an old photo of theirs and waited to see if they liked an old photo of yours? No. I kind of felt, I don't know why. I just felt like I had to just go straight Direct. for it. Just do the go right in and he even said to me he was like if you had just randomly messaged me he was like i probably wouldn't have written back he he was like since um our friend our mutual friend knew mm. you and could say megan's a good person or whatever that's what made me you know be he like said that? Yeah. a guy said that yeah he said mm. that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if i believe that he said that plus <laughs> he, bless you're really hot megan so I said, that's what he said yeah i love that do you think that 
the culture of dating is going to change because we've been in Corona for so long. I think it's probably going to continue for the next year. Yeah. And and by that, I mean into 2021. Do you think sort of the hookup culture is going to diminish a little bit and people who are single and are looking to date will be maybe more selective with who they even go out with on a first date? I don't know. Maybe a little bit because like a lot of people used to meet people at clubs and clubbing and like hooking up. So that's not happening right now at all. Yeah. But I was out with a friend just having wine a couple of weeks ago and we saw a couple and I, as soon as he walked in, I knew I was like, they're on a first date. And when she went to the bathroom, I was like, Hey, are, are you guys on a first date? You just bothered her. Yeah. I, was, I said to him, I was like, are you guys on a first date? He goes, yeah. yeah. I was like, where'd you meet? He goes, hinge. I was like, oh, cool. So there's still people doing it. I was like giving him the thumbs up and stuff. And she walked back. I was like, yeah, good job. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's going to change a little bit in terms of where you meet the people. Cause mm. you're not going to be meeting them going out as much as you used to. Yeah. It's definitely going to be all apps. If it was me, I would be really cautious about who I would be meeting. I don't know. I'd be afraid that they cough on me or something. Yeah, that's how Spit. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think, and I've been in this zone. I have friends that definitely get in that zone where you go on like two or three dates a week. Yeah. Because you're trying to meet people or yeah. whatever. Like, I think that's kind of done. I don't, I barely see my friends. I never see my friends, to be honest. So the idea of like meeting new people all the time is almost a, yeah. Non-factor. I don't know though, but if you're lonely, cause like the pandemic for Get me, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the pandemic for me wasn't lonely. And mm. a lot of people like were really sad and depressed and stuff. And I was like, well, I wasn't lonely. And I thought, yeah, cause I had a new guy and he, mm. I could see him. We could see each other. So I don't know. I think loneliness will get people to Go on those apps again and want to meet someone. That's where Mo swoops in. That's where Mo <laughs> slides in those DMs on Hinge. <laughs> Tinder, Hinge. Well, what sites are you on? I'm on nothing right now. Oh, nothing. Yeah. 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 I'm on- Taking uh, a break. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Someone asked me, they're like, oh, you, like, you must have, whether on Twitter or whatever else, like, you know, things are blown up. There, there must be girls like messaging you. And I'm like, no. Just nerds, just <laughs> political nerds, and we nerd out together. It's great. I'm not be, I'm not insulting them by saying they're nerds. I'm also a nerd, so yeah, yeah. that's all I get. I, I don't have any uh, female fans in that sense. I mean, probably a few, but none that are romantically interested. Maybe after this podcast, they're just gonna they're just gonna be swooping in. They're like, this is the go ahead I needed, right, to feel brave enough because mm. women aren't that brave to slide into DMs. Mm. Um, when I tell my story about sliding into my boyfriend's DMs, um, people are like, you did? You really did? I'm like, yeah. Is that that weird? But people seem to think it's really strange that I did. So I think a lot of women are quite nervous about doing that. It's guys that are most likely going to do that. Sure. I don't think it's the norm, but I also don't think it's strange. Like, No, I don't. You know what you should do? DMs. You should slide into some DMs and be like, hey, what's up? I'm Mo. You know you know who I am? This <laughs> yeah, is Van Color. <laughs> Get your shit together. That's a great introduction. You know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go over real well. I, I like the idea that you're planting seeds in our listeners' minds. I am. And that you're also going to promote this episode. So who knows? Yeah. Mo is single. And you can slide into his DMs and he'll probably talk to you. Anytime. Unlike my boyfriend who said he wasn't going to talk to me if I slid into his DMs. I still don't believe that story. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to ask him. Yeah. 
Do you know any other people that were dating or had dating stories? Um, I actually know, well, this is, they were dating and then they got married right before um, the lockdown started. Janet, my co-author Janet, she got married and her husband is American. And what was always going to happen was he was going to just go back and forth across the border and, and work still. Cause he lives mm-hmm. in Bellingham. It's not that far away. He's got from, his own business. And, yeah. Yeah. He's got his own business. It was just going to work better that way. So they were able to do that. And then everything got shut down and locked down in the yeah. border. They weren't allowed to cross the border or he wasn't. And, um, they went, they got married in March, I think early March things locked down. He went back and they didn't see each other until I think July. Wow, and they were just married. Just married. And they, they nice. did a week in Whistler before all that, but it, it was months. And then he's here right now, actually, so it's been a few months. And then once he leaves, he'll come back in, in Christ, at Christmas time. Right. So that was one of the worst stories, I thought, because they just got married. You want to try and like have kids and stuff. Well, they mm. do, and they can't see each other. Well, it's supposed to be a very special time yeah. when you're just married. They were having ditch dates. I, I want you to explain this to me because I had not <laughs> heard about this culture of ditch dates. A ditch date. Okay, so you go to like Zero Avenue where I don't even know exactly what little town that's in. But anyway, it's Zero Avenue. It's basically right on the border. Mm-hmm. There's literally a long ditch and roads on either side of it. One's USA, one's Canada. And yeah. literally if I wanted to, I could take like five steps and be in the U.S., but you can't because there's border guys driving up and down the roads. And there is a ditch separating. There's a ditch separating the, the countries. Okay. And there's like signs, but there's no barbed wire or anything really stopping you. Um, and Jonathan, um, Janet's husband, would sit on one side and Janet would sit on the other side in their little fold out chairs. And the ditch was the only thing separating them. And that's how they would have their dates. They couldn't even touch each other, though. Wow. Like the border, I went with them one time. I, I third wheeled on a ditch date and, <laughs> uh, and I, uh, the border guy would go back and forth and stop and be like, listen, guys, remember you can't pass anything back and forth and you can't, you so know, border guys walking the ditch as well. Uh, no, like driving. Okay. Past, yeah. But they'll tell you from their vehicles. Yeah. They just stopped. Um, he put down his window, chatted for a bit. He was nice. It was on the American side that they're driving past. Yeah. Canada doesn't care. <laughs> Obviously. And were there other couples doing this? Yeah. Yeah, friends too. Wow. Like I just saw like a bunch of people all along the ditch. I mean, not very close to us, but yeah, all along down this long road, uh, people just chilling. Wow. Cause I mean, there's houses on either side. So in day-to-day life, they must be neighbors of some sort and yeah. talk to each other and stuff. I don't know. So that's their, the ditch date, the ditch date, <laughs> the ditch date. I have one friend who's Corona romance is amazing and we we kind of give him a hard time about it okay so this friend he recently moved from the uk he moved back to canada okay and he's from vancouver but moved to toronto okay and in moving he had just started seeing someone who lives in the uk oh wow worst idea ever yeah that's pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) but they're still into each other and so now he's in toronto she's still in the uk and they keep in touch and they were thinking about, okay, what if we, you know, visit every now and then? And But obviously it's quite difficult because yeah. when you visit, you have to quarantine and there's all these rules, yep. right? In the middle of the pandemic, he went to the UK. Mm. And in doing so, and again, they were only dating for like about a month prior to him leaving the UK for good. Wow. But in him going back, he's staying with her and he is in quarantine. 
Oh, God. And she's in quarantine. So they are literally together 24-7. Yeah. Even though they only really dated for a month. I mean, it sounds like their relationship was a little deeper than that because they communicated for so long in between. Right. But that sounded like a nightmare to me. <laughs> like living in someone's house 24-7. You can't go anywhere. There's no. no. There's no dates. No. Even the hike or the walk around the neighborhood. There's like that, nothing. That's gone. Yeah. So he was in this situation where they're 24-7 together for, I think, a week or a week or 10 days, and then he ended up coming back. So even before the quarantine expired, he was flying back home. Oh my God. So he just went there and quarantined and then just to be with came her. back. And apparently went well. I mean, you know what though? If I'm you're surprised. Like, I, I think that sounds like a recipe for disaster. But he came back. He said it was great. They're still talking about If you're first out. dating though, you're just going to bone the whole time. <laughs> like, it's going to be 10 days of bonage. And you're just going to like enjoy your time and then leave. That actually, for like first dating, you have those butterflies and stuff. I think that would actually be You think fun. so? Yeah. I mean, it would be a lot. I just, but 24-7 with someone. I mean, you got to have a break. You got to separate one person up in the bedroom, one person down in the living room. I don't know how big this apartment was, but. Right. Separate It sounds somehow. like, a, I feel like the first few days would be like that. Yeah. But if it was 10 days. That's a you lot. You get on each other's nerves for sure. Yeah. Well. He's got his shit together, yeah. so that's why. Here's he's the doing hilarious it. part, and I'm not saying his name for a particular reason. Oh God. But this, she's pregnant. No, they're no, getting married. No, they might. Who knows? <laughs> so this friend of mine, he's literally done this three times before her. In the sense that, in the sense that he has moved someone from one country to another. <laughs> oh my God! So this is his thing. This is his pattern, and now he's. On the verge of doing it again a fourth time. He's told her. He's he's been up front. He's like, listen, I, I don't know why this happens to me, but <laughs> I, you know, I've gone to school and work in different places and I've literally moved people that I've dated for less than a year. Oh my god. <laughs> to where I'm living. And it hasn't really worked out. And then they break up and they have to go back. I think in some cases they might have stayed in the new place. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So fourth time, she knows, That's and good. they're still down. So who knows? Honesty is the best policy because <laughs> it would suck if she listened to this and then figured it out. <laughs> um, wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, when I heard that story, I was like, this is the worst. Like, this is the worst <laughs> idea. But again, you know, there's no, there's no manual for how dating works or exactly. how to find love or anything like that. And I think yeah. as long as you're happy... If you're committed, they're committed, then do it. Yeah, right? I, exactly. And whatever, yeah, it doesn't matter what anyone else says or thinks or whatever. Like, as long as you're having a good time and, and this is your life. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Especially now, we've seen the world turn upside down in the last year. Just mm -hmm. do you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And we all want love. And ha for me, having love during this pandemic has been amazing. So great. Well, you got your boyfriend. Yeah. I got my Peloton. Okay. <laughs> Mo's a little bit. <laughs> I do. Yes. That's a great note to end the podcast on. Plug yes. the book again. I feel like more people should go buy it. Okay. Yeah, you should. Um, it's called Girl, It's Not You. It's definitely him by Megan Edwards and Janet Reynolds. And uh, yeah, you can get Amazon.ca and you can go to any Indigo store. And it might not be in stock at that Indigo store, but you can go on the computer there, order it in. 
order it to your house, whatever you want. Super easy. And it's lots of funny, nightmare, cringeworthy dates that we've been on when we were single and, and not married. <laughs> and uh, other people's as well. Just nightmare dating stories. Yeah, it's a great yeah. read. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see you. Nice to see you too. And in case you forgot... I am Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And you can take it from us. You can learn the hard way. Or you can get your shit together. <laughs>